0: Welcome back to Saturday Sports Talk here on DWS. Michael Kaiser, Lauren Tate with you. We're talking with uh, University of Illinois football head, strength, and conditioning coach Joey Bose. Joey, uh, good morning. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. I'm happy to be here.
0: Well, how's the offseason gone for you? You're the one since the season in to get to spend the most time with the players, uh, whether they're healthy or not healthy, but uh, you're the guy.
1: It's been really good. You know, I'm excited. We just started spring ball yesterday. I'm excited about the progress we've made and, and where we're going and excited to see these guys flying around on the field uh, in the next month or so.
0: Early 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 morning practices. Um, what do you think of them and what have what the players been thinking of them? As, as, we're just getting started into this, but the, kind of how's that going? What, what do they think about it?
1: You know, yesterday was our first day. Today we, we had a lift this morning. Uh, the, the reviews from the players are positive guys seem to like it uh, I like it because you get them when they're fresh in the morning get them in uh, kind of start their day off on the right note now we'll see over a long period of time what it does from a fatigue standpoint uh, for our football team but so far it's been really good and I'm interested to see how it progresses uh, week, week two week three week four down the
2: road. Well, how does weight training change once they start practicing? And, of course, you're practicing
1: like every other day. Uh, tell me how that works for you. So the, the volume of, of training will go down. Um, so the frequency of how much we lift. This first week we're going to lift three times a week. We lift Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Next week we only get two times on Thursday, or on Tuesday and Thursday. Um, so the amount of times I see them goes down. Uh, How it changes is we're trying to keep our guys as healthy and as fresh as we can for practice, but yet maintain our strength levels um, throughout spring. Uh, So in here, the intensity still stays high, but the volume comes down. So uh, the reps that we're doing won't be in the – the 10, the 8 range, there'll be more in the 5 to the 3 range, uh, some of the movements that we do. Um, so those are just some of the uh, slight adjustments we do, and then obviously, as we bring these guys in, making sure um, that the weight training matches up with the, the intensity of practice that the these guys are getting into.
2: Now, you had a lot of freshmen on this team during the football season. You've seen them a little more now. How? Just give us an idea how much change you see since the guys came in. Now, they're they're still freshmen, yep. but they'll be sophomores when they're playing in the, in the fall. How, how, how much change have you seen?
1: We've seen a lot of change with those guys. Um, from a maturity standpoint, we've seen a big change from a, how they, their demeanor, how they, they approach not only training, but meetings and practice and those sort of things. They got a year under their belt. A lot of those guys played as true freshmen, so there's nothing like game experience, uh, and Uh, From a fortunate standpoint, we're very fortunate a lot of those guys played, so they should be a lot better uh, come their sophomore seasons. From a strength training perspective, they've now really got uh, some development time. They've had six weeks here before spring ball that they've had. Uh, and some of the development time, whereas in season when they're playing a lot, there's not a lot of time for true strength training development. So uh, we've seen some big jumps with a lot of those guys in this first six weeks.
2: Yeah, I want to ask you about the defensive backs because I remember Hobbs was uh, slow getting started last year. Now you've had a chance to work with him. you got Williams. you got Adams. These are guys that all started last year. Where are they now? And weight-wise, are you seeing some gains that way?
1: Yeah, Nate Hobbs in particular, you know, he came in, he was a really – Um, dynamic guy, we could tell right from the jump, movement-wise. And and Nate was on a great course, and then Nate got hit with mono. And that really, really hampered him from a weight standpoint. He's now back to right around 190 pounds, so he's put a lot of that weight back on. Um, So he's made a lot of progress this offseason and in through the end of last season. Um, A guy like Bennett Williams has made big strides. Same thing. A lot of those guys got not only – propelled into playing, but into playing big roles. Some of those guys were starters, and if not starters, were playing a lot of snaps during the fall, um, and so they have now had a true six weeks of development in the weight room, and we're starting to see some big strides with those guys.
0: Joey Bosé with us on Saturday Sports Talk here on DWS. Joey, you mentioned the uh, guys like Nate Hobbs, who wasn't here very long. How did that, in before he got the mono? how did that impact him playing this year? He played a lot, um, but he- had almost no training camp because of the mono how did that impact his ability to even be out there and as productive as he could have been if he didn't get mono
1: yeah Nate's a special guy Nate was you know he came in I think it was in that low 170 range and you started to see Nate he put on weight he was about uh, you know 188 pounds right before that mono hit and then he lost about 20 or so with, with that mono and um from a lack of training camp, from a lack of strength training, uh, he gets propelled into playing a lot of football for us. I think uh, Nate did a really good job for us in season, but I think um, it would have been even better if he would have had a little bit more time to develop on the front end.
0: Guys like uh, Tony Adams as well, Ricky Smalling. Ricky Smalling uh, missed some time over the summer as well. Where is he at right now?
1: Ricky's, uh, Ricky's got a very high ceiling. I like Ricky Smalling. Ricky uh, is starting to show us some things in the weight room uh that that tell you that that Rick ceiling is very very high. Uh, he doesn't even know how strong or how dynamic he could be because uh, we're just kind of touching the you know scratching the surface of, of what Ricky Smalling could be. Uh, I'm going to ask you about a couple guys that might not be practicing this spring
2: um, Epstein number one uh, tell us as much as you can about his status and then I want you to bring us up to date on Bradarian Low, who, Last year was really late getting into the season and couldn't possibly have been in the kind of shape that you want him to be in as, as a freshman. Talk about those two guys.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll start with Mike. Mike's uh, foot is healing really well. Mike is back in a run progression now. So um, he had the six weeks of, of strength training and really took advantage of that. He's, he's really getting stronger in the weight room um, we were cautious with the foot and how long a how long, uh, gap we were going to give him to rest that foot. He's now started. This is week two of his running progression, and he's been uh, so far really, really good. I'm excited where Mike Epstein is right now and, and where he will be when we get to that uh, start of the summertime.
2: Yeah. And then, and then Lowe.
1: Viderian Lowe. Viderian Lowe is on, on my top five guys' biggest change. So far from last season, uh, he's a guy that I, I tell Coach Smith, you know, this guy's really starting to uh, stand out. He's really starting to uh, improve and show us some things, not only from a uh, strength development standpoint, but from a movement standpoint, from a, uh, just kind of a everyday how he handles his business. He's made a huge stride um, from the end of last season to today. Uh, I'm very excited for, for Darian and, and, and what the future holds for him.
0: That was kind of one of, the, one of the things I had for you. He was the most improved guy, most standout guy since the offseason. And who else besides Darian is really standing out to you right now that has put on a, a, worked really hard this offseason?
1: You know, it's, it's hard to just point out one guy because there's a handful of guys that have done a tremendous job. Uh, the work ethic and... And the dedication that these guys have shown over this the first six weeks here in the offseason has been tremendous. Uh, guys like Bobby Roundtree uh, has made huge strides. Viderian Lowe, um, Delshawn Phillips has made some big steps. Those those uh, DBs we talked about, Tony Adams, Nate Hobbs, Bennett Williams are a handful on defense. Um, Alex Polchuski, Uh he's one of my guys that I say, hey, keep an eye on this guy because he – strength development wise is starting to come along and when he gets a little bit stronger and puts on a little bit of size i think he's going to be a very very special player for us in the future um newcomers jakari norwood is a guy i would keep an eye on this spring he's a guy that has flashed these first six weeks um in the weight room, but really movement wise and our speed work and our agility sessions. Uh, he's done some things. That I think he's, he's going to be a very good player for us in the future. And then like we talked about Ricky Smallings, Mikey Dudix is always very, very consistent player for us. Those are just a handful of guys that have done a good job. Um, but like I said, it's been a good six weeks. Now I'm excited to see these guys uh, do what they came here to do, play football. Uh, Gay and Dorsey are a couple
2: guys that showed great talent, but are I would say slightly undersized for their positions, defensive
1: end and tight end. How have they come along, and are they going to be able to put on some weight? They both those guys ha- have put on some weight this off season, and and uh, both of them are are uh, you know lean guys, uh, fast guys, twitchy guys um, that we have focused a lot on trying to put some size on those guys. A guy like Isaiah Gay is very, very strong uh, lower body-wise. He's one of the better squatters on the team. He's a 600-pound squat guy. he, he's he's a guy who's dynamic off the edge for us. But it's like you said, played last year uh, undersized. He needs to be able to hold up in the run game for us. So we're trying to get him to that 230, 235 range. Uh, and then same thing with Dorsey. You saw Dorsey do some special things in the pass game last year, um, but not so much in-line tight end. So we're trying to add some size and some strength to him in this
0: offseason. Joey, when it comes to players when they get here as freshmen, um, there was a need, obviously, last year to play in, in terms of talent level and a variety of reasons. Is your preference as a strength and conditioning coach to work with these guys for a while first, maybe even redshirt on a majority of them before they play? Or do you really have a preference uh, in terms of how you get guys?
1: Uh, it's, a, it's kind of a, you know. I want the best players to play. I want the guys that are going to help us on Saturday win games be be playing. In a selfish world, I'd like them all to red shirt, right? <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to be able to get them all during that season where you get a lot of development time, you get to know the players. Uh, and get to develop them. So you're getting, you know, later down the road, you're getting maybe a little bit more than you do that first year when they're fresh out of high school and they're adapting to a lot of different things, not only um, school-wise but football-wise and living by themselves without mom and dad for the first time. Uh, So there's a lot of variables in that freshman year that come into play um, so selfishly, yeah, I'd like to redshirt and, and get as much development time with them. But uh, the guys we, we've been bringing in these last couple of years have been so talented that we we, we got to play them.
0: You understand from a former player's perspective just the difficulty of playing as a freshman. What is something people may not think about when guys at either offensive line or defensive line or any position really playing as a freshman at this level in the Big Ten?
1: It's hard, not only physically but mentally right and being able to um, be consistent you know you see a lot of freshmen first couple weeks they oh that guy looks good and then week seven eight nine uh, some guys seem to fall fall off a little bit um, I think like you said there's a lot of development time that comes into their their training program that as a freshman you didn't have coming from high school these guys come from all different programs some are fortunate enough to be in a great strength program some Uh, Had no strength program at their high school. So, from a development standpoint, uh, that's the biggest thing being able to be consistent throughout. A long season now. You start in, Everyone thinks you start in September. No, these guys are starting uh, June. You know, and they get through June and July, and then you got a long training camp through August. Um, and so there's they put in a lot of time even before that first snap of game one. So um, that those are some of the things physically, and then mentally being able to um, know the playbook and and being comfortable with reps. And like I said, you get better with game reps, right? And so. Um, that's just a time thing
2: Have you been able to tell after you've been with a guy maybe for a year I mean with the team for a year which which players are going to make the biggest jumps
1: Have you been able to read that? Can you do that uh, yeah i I feel like I got a really good feel of of guys' ceilings or where a player is going to go um, you know, especially like a guy like Alec Polchewski. We knew last summer when he walked in the door, this guy in 18 months is going to be really special once he yeah. puts on some size and some strength and, and gets acclimated to this environment. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like I, I, I do see um, guys' ceilings pretty well.
2: Have you seen anybody that just in the last couple of months that's just jumped out at you from coming from way
1: back, not somebody that was a star already? Uh, that that guy's Jacari Norwood for me right now. Okay. Um, in in these six weeks that we've he's been a part of the program, you can tell movement wise and speed wise he's going to add a dynamic to our offense that uh, is going to help.
0: Larry Boyd is a guy that came in pretty big. Uh, How has he been doing this off season? Where does he need to get and where is he right now size wise?
1: You know, Larry Boyd's lost thirty pounds since he's been here, and so Larry's done a really good job of of committing to. Uh, his diet, his nutrition, and uh, Brittany and our nutrition staff have done a tremendous job with him. Uh, and then also the training—he's—he's he's been very locked in these this off season and through the end of last off season. Um, Larry's right around three twenty right now, and I look for him to have a, a really good spring ball and and kind of propel himself into that summer summer months.
0: Where where do you want him to be at?
1: Right around there, you know, we'd like them to be in the high teens number. And uh, it's a big man's game. We want these guys to be as big and as strong as they can, never at the expense for how well they move. So we talk about a Jakari Norwood, or we talk about some of these guys that might be a little undersized or lighter, right? We want them to be as big and as strong as they can, never at the expense for how well they move, right? So if we have a 4'4 guy that is 180 pounds and we get him to 190 pounds, he doesn't run 4'4 anymore, I want to go back to... That 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 weight where he ran better, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, especially what you're going to see in this offense, our guy's got to be able to run.
2: We've got a situation in, at quarterback where basically we have one scholarship player, and I wonder uh, how careful you have to be. I, first of all, on the field, you can't have him throwing for three. You know, for three quarterbacks because the guys likely to get a sore arm. I just wonder, what about Cam? I mean, what are his prospects?
0: Cam
1: Cam's another guy that. Uh, this off season is going to be really big for cam cam's got to put on some size got to put on some weight um and then keeping cam healthy like you said uh he is the only scholarship quarterback we have on the roster currently we got some more guys coming in the summertime um and 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 so to keep an eye on uh, on that and how much he's throwing that's Really, a Rod Smith question for how much he wants him doing, but I know uh, down in the in my area that that we are aware of, of the volume of reps he's getting at practice.
2: Yeah, and you got another twenty five guys coming in this summer. That's not that far off.
1: Yeah, they'll be they'll be here pretty soon. You know, before you know it, I it's uh, I can't believe we're in spring ball already. So June will be on us, and, and see what we got when those guys come in the building, and, and, and hope they can they can uh, help us in the fall.
0: Joey Bose joining us on Saturday Sports Talk here on DWS. Joey, we've talked about this before, but how difficult is it to organize a roster this size in terms of just working out and and getting these guys weightlifting and from your job perspective?
1: Uh, The organization of my job? It's no different with the numbers. I mean, we'll be able to handle – 110 guys or 80 guys um, do the same thing. We break up our groups in the offseason very similar. We like to have about 25 guys in a group. So if we have more guys, we'll just run another group uh, throughout the day. We train Monday, Tuesday. We take Wednesday off. We go Thursday, Friday. Um, really, the organization with the numbers right now in spring is our depth issue and how much – how much good on good reps we're getting, how many how much reps we're getting with the twos, and uh, making sure that we are really on top of uh, how much work they're getting uh, during those practices and make sure that the the strength training matches up with that.
0: We got pretty far into this uh, segment with you without talking too much about Mikey Dudek. How is he doing physically? Uh, Everybody knows what he's gone through the last couple of years and then toward the end of last season, what he went through had to miss the rest of the year. How is he doing physically right now?
1: Mike's great. Mike's as good as I've ever seen him. Um, I'm a a big Mikey Dudek fan. Uh, He's a guy that... He's what you want in the locker room. He's what you want in the weight room. He's what you want on the field. He's a guy that um, does everything he's asked to do uh, and then some, uh, has a great work ethic, uh, and, and he's a hard charger that I look to have a really, really big year this year.
0: Well, I wanted to ask you about the Football Performance Center. Uh, Ground is now moving. This is a reality. You can talk about pictures, and, you know, we talked to Lovey about this, and there's all kinds of pictures out there, but when there's no ground moving, it's not reality. Well, now it's moving over there. has been for several months. As you look at that, what kind of just goes through through your mind that you see that project officially underway?
1: It's huge. Uh, I've spent a lot of time working on the facility and what they're going to do. What we're going to do in the weight room, uh, the ability to have it connected to the indoor for my area is is really, really big Uh, with the time restraints with the NCAA. um, The transition from going from speed work to the weight room or conditioning into the weight room. um, So the proximity of it is going to be great. What it's going to do for our student athletes is going to be really big too. Um, Having everything in one area for them um, and you know, the player path will be really big where they come in and um, the locker room, the new, the, new faci- the new offices, the weight room, all those things are going to be big, uh, not only for our players, but for recruiting, for the future of Illinois football. I think it's a really big step um, to, to getting back to where we want to be.
0: What is one thing that you push for, one toy uh, that you really push for besides, you know, the weightlifting machines, bench presses, and things like that? Is there anything that you really push for that you felt players needed? oh it's there's been a lot of
1: things that have been up for debate for what they need and what they don't need uh you know my area is pretty simple uh there's there's some there's some gadgets that we that we've got and some cool things um you know but a 45 pound plate in here is going to be the same as a 45 pound plate over there you know the wow factor for recruiting uh will be really nice with this new facility the size the space that we're going to have um the size and space that we have right now is really good. Um, I just think it'll be a little bit more functional for what we want to do, um, and I'm excited. The guy, I know the players are really excited about it. And uh, you say ground moving and stuff. It's every day I walk by there. I go, oh wow, look at that. That's a big hole. Or hey, I, I'm shocked at how much work's gone in in the last two or three months to the facility, and it's exciting.
0: Do you push for any kind of hot tub or anything like that?
1: Oh, that's more Jeremy Bush's area. I know he's he's pushing for hot tubs and and, and some of the therapeutic things for our players. Uh, I've been involved with some of that stuff, and it, it's it's exciting.